Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Peddling Fiction. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny the Gentile Profita. Well, thank you so very much for tuning in once again. For those of you new listeners out there not familiar with the show, I talk about politics, current events, and economics. A little bit of economics, I suppose. We'll get into that today and general libertarian philosophy, I do my best to show why that worldview is the best worldview and everybody should hop on board. <laughs> and um, I, I've, I've, I've been trying to get a couple episodes out and I just I keep having to sort of push them off to the side, keep going on to the back burner because every once in a while you get a headline that is just too good to pass up. And this is one of those days. This story has been in the news for the last few days. I, I should have brought it up with Johnny the Jew when we were recording our weekly episode, the Jew and the Gentile edition of Peddling Fiction. Uh, but we ended up getting into a Bitcoin debate. and It's a very good episode. You guys should tune into that one as well. The week before that, we discussed the minimum wage. And... Coming in on the heels of that episode is this story that, that broke this past week uh, about Bernie Sanders paying his workers less than the $15 an hour that he has been campaigning on for as long as I can remember. Bernie Sanders, he is the scum of the earth. Even by politician standards, he, he's right up there. And I, I got, every time I see one of his tweets, it drives me crazy. This is Bernie Sanders. Kids cannot learn if they are hungry, and kids in the richest country on the planet should not be going hungry. When I am president, we are going to provide year-round free universal school meals. Okay. Okay, Bernie. First of all, who's we? Who is we? Are you reaching into your own pocket? Who is we? We are going to provide year-round free universal school meals. How is it free? How are you getting a free meal? The food just magically appearing? We press a button and a cooked nutritionist meal appears in front of these kids to eat? Who serves it to them? Are they working for free? The electricity in the school, is that being provided for free? Year round. So even when they're not in school, they're getting fed. Universal school meals. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's a great message to send to the kids too, right? 
government's here to provide you with year-round meals in your indoctrination centers. You're basically putting them in prison, and now you're providing them with, with the meals too. Might as well give them a bed. Hey, you know, Bernie, the kids can't learn if they don't have clothes or homes or beds or water or electricity or anything. Teachers can't teach without the same stuff. They need supplies. They need electricity. They need to eat. Parents can't parent. Workers can't work. They all need this stuff. Better err on the side of caution and just provide everything to everybody. You know? How are these kids going to learn if they don't have clothes? Why don't, why don't we just go ahead and turn the public schools into, like, just make it official. They're prisons. Just have the, have the parents drop the kids off there at, at, at pre-K or preschool, whatever the hell they call it. I think he wants to even start sooner than preschool now, like pre-pre-preschool, so that they can start indoctrinating them at an even earlier age. So drop the kids off at school, maybe right when they're born. Hey, we could even have um, a, a Planned Parenthood in the, in the school. Oh, they don't actually deliver babies, do they? They just abort them. Okay, well, we can have a hospital in the school that delivers the baby, and then the parents can just go home. They'll leave the kid there. The government will house them in these prisons. They'll get a, they'll get a little um, cell with a bed and clothes, government-issued clothes, and government-provided government meals and everything. And then they'll be able to learn, if that's what you can call what kids are doing these days in the schools. And you can just keep them under government lock and key in these educational prisons until they're 25, 26 years old. And then they can go back and move in with their parents because they have no appreciable skills. They have no money. They have no job prospects. They've learned nothing from your socialist bullshit. And they can live with their parents until, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like the richest country on the planet. We are not the richest country on the planet. We are the brokest country on the planet. We have $23 trillion in debt. You just took away the debt ceiling. So now the sky's the limit for another year or two, 2021 sometime. We've got trillion dollar deficits as far as the eye can see. We've got anywhere from one to $200 trillion in unfunded liabilities. All these promises that the Bernie Sanders of the world have been making for the last 40, 50 years, those are going to come due. Not to mention state and local governments. They're all bankrupt. I live in Illinois. I, I, I can't believe that they have the balls to put these pension shortfalls on my property taxes. They're not even close. They're not even fucking close. $40 billion shortfall, 25% funded this, 20% funded that. Oh, we are totally broke. It's unbelievable how he can come out. One of the most unbelievable things about that, that tweet was not that kids should be provided year-round free meals, school meals, even when they're not in school but that we're the richest country in the, on the planet. And he keeps saying this. Every one of his talking points is, in the richest country on earth, the richest country on the planet should be providing this, or this shouldn't happen in the richest country, on the, you know, blah, 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 all that crap. It's a bold-faced lie. We are not the richest country in the world. It's not even close. But anyway, Bernie Sanders is in the news today. And yeah, 
you know, while while you're providing everything to everybody, Bernie, all the food, all the clothing, all the housing, all the transportation, the electricity, the running water, the indoor plumbing, everything, the air conditioning, everything that they need to learn and function in your society. Why don't you start by paying your workers a living wage, the living wage that you rail on and on about every second of every day, every chance you get. Start with your start by paying your workers $15 an hour and then we'll move on to the universal free school meals for every child on the face of the earth. How about that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. This guy really gets my Irish up. So, um yeah, Bernie Sanders is in the headlines this week. It's just so perfect. There's <laughs> there's so much going on with just this one story and it's it's i i don't understand i get the attractiveness of bernie sanders message right free stuff you're being taken advantage of you everybody should make 15 dollars an hour you should have your health care paid for you should have your college paid for you should have your debt forgiven i get why that's attractive to people right what i don't understand is how this man could be such a hypocritical charlatan he's a charlatan okay there is no way that he believes any of this shit that he says all right this is a guy that's made millions of dollars millions of dollars selling a book about how evil it is to make millions of dollars that's it he's got three houses he claims to be a man of the people oh my god he itemizes his tax deductions. He minimizes his tax tax burden when he does nothing but rail against people for not paying enough in taxes. He donates nothing to charities. And when I say nothing, I mean literally nothing. His charitable donations are like 2%, something like that. This is a guy that made a million bucks last year. He's, a, he's literally one of the millionaires and billionaires that he used to rail against. You'll notice the subtle change has gone from millionaires and billionaires to just billionaires and the ultra wealthy or whatever he says now. Now it's just billionaires. Millionaires is now now that he is one of them. That's been dropped from his from his um his rants, but he he donates something like two percent to charity. He's like the cheapest man alive. And when I say charity, I'm using that in like the loosest sense of the word charity because it's always like other people's political campaigns and stuff like that. So he donates to like Hillary Clinton's campaign or whatever, uh, some political campaign, some political organization. And, and he claims that's a charitable donation. That Yeah, technically they're a donation, but he's furthering his own agenda or Currying favor in, in some political arena. He's not donating it to the needy. It's like, give me a fucking break, dude. This guy is such a hypocrite. And his followers, they're so passionate about his message. He's always bragging about how he's taking in all this money. You know, he's setting fundraising records, but and all the money's coming in and $25 donations or five dollar donations because he's he's a man of the people right he's he's for the working man for the struggling working man making minimum wage and if oh my god if i were to pull up his tweets of just 
just the past month alone, but if we want to go back to the beginning of the campaign cycle, the the number this guy tweets about fifteen dollars an hour. How every how it's a moral outrage that people aren't making fifteen dollars an hour, and every worker deserves fifteen dollars an hour. And it at Walmart, they're an evil company. It's it's a moral outrage that these rich uh, Walmart owners, the uh, the Waltons, are making so much money. And the average worker there can bar- can barely get by. They need a living wage of fifteen dollars an hour, and living wage this, living wage that, fifteen dollars an hour, and oh, they don't even pay for all your health care. We need we need full medical benefits and all this stuff. Well, here we are, and yeah, July twenty nineteen, and the headline is labor fight royals bernie sanders campaign as workers demand the 15 dollar hourly pay the candidate has proposed for employees nationwide this story is just hilarious if it wasn't just so revealing it's so revealing about the character of bernie sanders who has never really tried to hide how big of a piece of shit he actually is just a horrible person i've seen him in town halls where he berates people and he's just he's just a grumpy horrible horrible man but my personal opinion my personal opinions aside um this story is pretty hilarious because it wasn't too long ago that sanders proudly announced that this year his presidential campaign would be the first in history to have a unionized workforce (laughs) okay and and soon after that announcement he gets to become the first presidential candidate in history to have a labor force revolt from the unionized workforce. So his union workers, United Food and Commercial Workers Local 400, they start to organize. They do what unions do. They organize and they revolt. They get the word out that they're being taken advantage of by the guy who claims to be pro-union, pro-worker, who attacks any business that doesn't pay their workers $15 as morally repugnant. Walmart, McDonald's, he never shuts up about this. Never. So his workers go to the media and complain. Bernie's workers, this is from the Washington Post, have complained that field organizers make quote-unquote poverty wages and that many field staffers are, are barely managing to survive financially. Because field organizers are working 60 hours a week, according to the union, their annual salary of $36,000 works out to only $13 an hour, well below the $15 an hour federal minimum wage that Sanders has been calling for. That's what started this, right? Is apparently a couple of, uh, you know, this union goes to the media and starts talking about how they're not like Bernie Sanders is talking about how everybody, how it's this moral outrage that every, everybody's not making a living wage, which is $15 an hour. It's just obviously some number that he pulled out of his ass, but that's beside the point. Uh, the response from the Sanders campaign to this was classic. You, you cannot, if I were to make an SNL skit about this, you couldn't have written it any better. They first come out and he's he starts talking about how they shouldn't have gone to the media, how they should have they should have handled it internally, right? He, he <laughs> Bernie Sanders, he's giving an interview on Friday, and it's he, he says this is a quote. It it does bother me 
that people are going outside of the process and going to the media. That is really not acceptable. It is really not what labor negotiations are about, and it's improper. We are disappointed that some individuals have decided to damage the integrity of these efforts. We are involved in negotiations, and some individuals have decided to damage the integrity of that process before they were concluded. This from the guy who turns to the media, social media, every chance that he can get to rail about labor negotiations that are going on throughout the economy of companies that he's not even involved with, that he has no business really talking about at all. Now it's inappropriate for for his own employees when his own employees, they, the ones that are actually being exploited, according to his logic, you know, his economic logic, he's exploiting them. And it's inappropriate when his employees go out and do that to him. And this guy has made an entire career, an entire career about going out in public, finding any media that would listen to this guy and put this old bag on camera and rail against their, their labor negotiations. <laughs> so that, that's one of his beefs with it. It's like, well, you shouldn't talk to the media. Yeah, you're making me look bad. You're making me look like the hypocrite that I am. It really is unbelievable. The balls on this guy. And even more hilariously hypocritical, their initial response, the campaign's response to the questions regarding the pay of his staffers, once this story broke, Sanders' campaign defended the policies. They said, we know, there's a quote, We know our campaign offers wages and benefits competitive with other campaigns. Huh. Isn't that the same argument that Walmart makes, that McDonald's makes, when you criticize them, Bernie Sanders? Isn't that what they say? Hey, yeah, we're not paying them $15 an hour. We're paying them a competitive wage, a wage that's competitive with other businesses operating in the same market. That never seemed to stop you from marching in solidarity with the McDonald's workers in their fight for 15. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what the reaction, what his reaction would be to a business owner giving him that response? Bernie comes out, oh, you don't pay your workers enough. This is a moral outrage. Well, you know, I pay them a competitive wage. It's competitive with other businesses in my field. (laughs) <laughs> how, how well do you think that answer would go over with Bernie and his supporters? I, I can't believe that that's what the campaign came up with. And you know that had to go through at least a few people. How can people not see this man for who he really is? Forget about his talking points. Forget about everything that he actually says. All these retarded ideas that he comes up with that, that sound good. Oh yeah, every child should have free meals. No child should be going hungry. Obviously, the implication being that anyone running against him thinks that children should go hungry, right? But just forget about what he says and look at what he does. All of you out there feeling the burn, the mental gymnastics you guys have to undertake on a daily basis must be exhausting. How can you square his rhetoric with reality and not come to the conclusion that this guy is a lying piece of shit politician it's just so obvious that he doesn't believe in any of this stuff he's playing you for a fool this is a guy who made millions of dollars who's in the one percent 
because he wrote a book about how morally reprehensible it is to be in the 1%, how we shouldn't have all this wealth disparity and rich people are bad. Of course, that doesn't apply to him. No, 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 no. It's those rich guys over there. Those are the bad guys. Those are the ones that are exploiting their workers. I wrote a successful book. I deserve to be rich. Any other rich person that talks about how they create something of value and therefore they're justified in their earnings, and Bernie doesn't want to hear it. He'll come out there, you know, well, you didn't build that. You did that on the backs of your workers. You stole their surplus labor. You used roads and benefited from schools and blah, 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 blah. I mean, this is a guy that talks until he's blue in the face about how outrageous it is that Amazon doesn't pay enough in taxes and that the rich aren't paying their fair share and that these greedy fat cats on Wall Street, you know, yada, yada, yada. It goes on and on. Meanwhile, he's sitting there minimizing his own tax burden every chance he gets. He's taking every deduction possible. He donates nothing to charity. He's not charitable with his own money. He's not generous with what he has. He's only generous with other people's money. Some saint he is. What a guy. It's easy. It's so easy to point to other people and demand that they do more. That they do something that you yourself aren't willing to do. Bernie Sanders is a scumbag. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Look around. Separate yourself from that team that you're on, Team Democrat, right? For just a second, and it's so obvious. And now here he is, Mr. Living Wage, Mr. Fight for 15, paying his employees poverty wages, according to his own rhetoric. You would think it would be difficult to face yourself at the end of the day. (laughs) You know, you get done on your campaign trail, You were just giving a speech about how evil these millionaires and billionaires are, even though you're one of them, and how everyone should be paid at least $15 an hour, and the staff that you're surrounded with, the guy that just wrote your speech, isn't making that. And you know it. And you do it anyway. That's the kind of man Bernie Sanders is. He could pay his employees a lot more. He He could pay them... $20 an hour, $30 an hour. He pulls in millions and millions of dollars in campaign contributions. Are we supposed to believe that he can't pay his workers a living wage? He absolutely could. He chooses not to. Deliberately. It's a choice. Oh, but see, it's different with him, right? It's different. See, he has other expenses and other things that he has to spend money on in order to beat his competition. He has to balance that money that comes in with how much to spend on travel and how much to spend on advertising and whatever other costs there are associated, associated with running a presidential campaign. He can't give it all to his workers, right? The more he pays his workers, the less he'll have to spend on other things. And if I did that, if I, pay, if I overpay my workers, I have less to spend on advertising and travel to, to go around and, and pound the pavement, get out there shaking hands and kissing babies, 
that would put me at a disadvantage against my competitors who aren't spending all that on just wages. See, that's the argument. I, I read an article in Vox that was justifying it, and that was their argument in a nutshell. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no shit. That's the point. That's the point every single business on the face of the earth is making when you lambast them for not paying their workers what you think they should be paid. You know, they have budgets too. They have operating costs. And they actually have to provide something of value to people so that they can make a profit and sustain their business. They don't just go around shaking a fucking can on the street corner, which is essentially what all these politicians are doing anyways. You know, it's just like, welcome to the real world, Bernie. That's what, it, that's what it's like when you're running an operation. You have to weigh, you have to figure out because you have a finite amount of resources, despite what you think, that there's just houses for everyone, uh, school for everyone, everything's unlimited, right? No. There, we have limited resources, and the entire goal of the economy is to allocate those, re- those limited resources the most efficient way possible to the places that they're most needed the most urgently. That's what business owners have to do on a daily basis. And that's why they, they push back against you just arbitrarily deciding what their workers should make. You can't just pay whatever dollar amount is mandated by some bumbling bureaucrat in Washington that knows nothing about running a business or turning a profit or allocating limited resources efficiently. The government has to be the worst at that ever. All they do is misallocate resources in the least efficient way imaginable. I mean, look around. And the thing is, there's, there's nothing actually wrong with what Bernie Sanders is doing except for the fact that every word out of his mouth is about how outrageous it is to be doing just exactly what he's doing now. If he wasn't such a hypocrite and he didn't preach all this nonsense and he was being attacked by others for not paying his workers $15 an hour, I would be defending him. I would be sitting here defending Bernie Sanders for paying a market wage. But if you're going to spend all your time railing against all these other companies for not paying $15 an hour to all their workers, and then you get caught doing the exact same thing, and when you take that together with everything else that Bernie Sanders does that contradicts his worldview, all his rhetoric... It just becomes so obvious that you really don't believe any of this. You're just completely full of it. You're only here to take advantage of gullible young people who have learned no economics thanks to being exposed to government schools for 20 years of their lives. And you're lining your pockets in the process. I mean, how else do you explain it? How else do you explain Bernie Sanders' actions? He has the opportunity to put his money where his mouth is, to lead by example, to show that his proposed way of doing things is the correct, moral superior way to do it. And what does he do? What does he do? He doesn't just not walk the walk. He goes out of his way not to practice what he's preaching. He intentionally pays his workers a salary so he doesn't have to pay them overtime. He intentionally minimizes his tax burden. He does all of this stuff intentionally. That's the level of scum 
that he is. And he and he gives these speeches with a straight face up on his pedestal, on his moral high horse. It's despicable. But it gets even better. It gets even better. Or, or worse, I guess, depending on your perspective. When the Sanders campaign offered to raise salaries to the level that would pay them $15 an hour, or the equivalent to $15 an hour, the union rejected the offer. Okay, Why? Well, because, and this is uh, from the Washington Post, the raise would have elevated the field staff to a, a pay level that would make them responsible for paying a larger portion of their health care costs. See, it turns out that Bernie Sanders only pays 85% of health care premiums for campaign staffs making more than $36,000 a year. Now, does that stop him from campaigning on the promise for free health care with no premiums and no de- deductibles and no co-payments, no out-of-pocket expenses and Medicare for all? Does that stop him? Does he pay his own workers that? Does he cover his own workers' health care? He could. Does he reach into his own pocket like he demands the other one percenters do? Because remember, he's in the fucking one percent. He's in the one percent of the one percent. Made a million bucks last year. Does he sell one of his three houses so that he can afford to pay his staff more? Of course not. Of course not. He does literally everything that anyone that has ever argued against the minimum wage claims will be done. And this is what he did. First, he cut the hours of his field staff workers from 60 hours a week to 43 hours a week. Okay? So that, when you, now at 43 hours a week, the math adds up so that if you calculate it out, they're making $15 an hour. They're not actually making any more money. They're no better off than they were before. They're just getting an extra 17 hours a week of leisure time. That's it. They're not getting any more money. They're just working less. So they're still, they still have the same amount of money. They're still not making a living. They still have to live on the same amount of money. They just don't have to work as often. And he's going to have to reduce campaign activity and cut back on staff for certain events and things like that. Because, you know, if you're cutting back on everyone's hours, you're going to have to, right? So then on Monday, his campaign finally gave in and agreed to raise the salaries to 42000 preserve full health premium coverage, and limit workers' hours to 50 hours a week. And the icing on the cake, the icing on the cake just came out. The Hill is reporting that the Sanders campaign has been accused of firing at least three staffers involved in union activities. The union activities that Bernie Sanders rails on and on and on about. We're, we need to strengthen unions. Unions are the key to the middle class. Unions gave us the weekends. We, we got to do this for the unions, and you, we need to unionize everything. Union this, union that. Well, apparently, Bernie Sanders doesn't take kindly to unions unionizing against him. Because now he's being accused of retaliating against union members. The charge, which was filed with the National Labor Relations Board by a former campaign employee on July 22nd, 
also alleges that the campaign violated a collective bargaining agreement with unionized workers by making staffers work additional days and failing to provide commensurate days off. <laughs> I mean, this is literally his issue. This is his number, the number one thing that he never shuts up about. And it, even his own workers aren't happy working for him. <laughs> it, it really is unbelievable. So there you go. A real-life example of what happens when Bernie Sanders' proposals are put into action. The workers are no better off than they were, and to the extent that some of them got a pay raise, others' hours were cut back or they were laid off altogether, or the campaign overall would suffer from reduced activity. He might, maybe you know he won't have as big of an influence now and he might not get elected. But thank you, Bernie. Thank you for showing us all how the minimum wage hurts workers. Here I was thinking I was going to have to do it all on my own. And just when I thought you couldn't do anything stupider, you go and do something like this. Show us all how damaging the minimum wage is for the average worker. Show us how you really feel about the average worker. Show us how you treat the average worker. Show us how you treat unionized labor. <laughs> and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> oh, I mean, this just has to be uh, one political story for the books. I, I just, you can't write it up any better than this. It is the perfect example of why you shouldn't be trusting politicians farther than you can throw them. Why this whole system is just one gigantic lie, constant pandering. And don't get me wrong, it's not just limited to Democrats, okay? The hip hypocrisy the double standards, the cognitive dissonance, it cuts both ways. The, the Democrats do not have a monopoly on that, okay? They do not have a monopoly on hypocrisy. Republicans, I hate to break it to you, that's your team. They're, they're, they might be just as bad, okay? Uh, we just had the, the fiscally conservative Tea Party spending hawks who claim to be all about reductions in government spending, reductions in the size of government, reductions in the role of government, anti-socialism this, you know, the list goes on and on and on. They just passed one of the largest spending budget bills in history. Trillion dollar deficits, right? They've abandoned any, any semblance of principles on that side too. That's the, that's the thing. There, there are no principled politicians, okay? This whole, this whole thing, this whole system is a disaster, all right? And it's all, it's all just a bunch of lies designed to control you. Okay? One of the more difficult things in the realm of politics is to try to show people how misguided they are in their allegiance to a political party or to this government apparatus in general. To successfully red pill someone can be very difficult. I don't even know if I've done it yet. So, Because we're all so entrenched in our views and we've been propagandized our entire lives to believe that either one party or the other represents our viewpoints and th that the other party is evil. If you're a Republican, it's easy to see all the democratic hypocrisy, the logical inconsistencies, the cognitive dissonance. 
It's easy to look at Bernie Sanders' actions, not his rhetoric, and see what a complete scumbag charlatan that he is. It's easy to see because they're on team bad, which makes you on team good. And team good, by definition, can't be bad, can't be hypocritical, can't be logically inconsistent. There's always some justification you can come up with to talk away why your team, why the Republicans, the fiscal conservatives, routinely do the opposite of their rhetoric once they get in power. And if you're a Democrat, it's easy to see that hypocrisy, that Republicans spend just as much, if not more, than the Democrats. And that the evil Republicans, they only care about the rich and the corporations. After all, look at all the tax cuts they give to the rich. They must hate poor people because they only talk about businesses and all their spending policies only seek to help the rich people. Bernie Sanders said so. He's on my team. He's on team good. All he does is tell me how much he cares about his fellow man, you know, the poor, the sick, the elderly. Those Republicans over there, they're on team bad, clearly. Clearly they're on team bad. I'm on team good. I care about the average guy, the average Joe. It's always easy to see problems, to see the problems with your sworn enemy. It's not so easy when you're trapped inside a, uh, a tribal bubble, a team party bubble, to see the problems within. You fall victim to sacrificing your principles to support your team. Party over principles. And you tell yourself things like, yeah, well... I know, I know Donald Trump said he was going to drain the swamp. And sure, you know, he might have added a bunch of water to it instead. But it's not his fault. He wants to drain the swamp. He said so. It's those damn Democrats over there. They messed everything up. If it weren't for Team Bad over there, everything would be great. And if Team Bad ever did get into power, if I had allowed that to happen, imagine how much worse things would be. So I have to support him. I have to keep supporting Team Good. People tell themselves these things to justify why they're overlooking all the logical inconsistencies and hypocrisies that they're constantly confronted with within their own political ideology because, God forbid, they should have to go against their team. We're a very tribal people. Go to a sporting event. People literally kill each other in the stands over a game, over a game where you move a ball across a line. We're tribal. The idea that it, the idea of having to imagine that everything I believed all these years is wrong, that I've been playing for the wrong team, it's almost too much to bear. No, no, no. It's it's the other guys. They're they're the ones that are wrong. See, look at this, or or look at that over there. I mean, they're team bad, obviously. Look at that. Look at those idiots. And what I want to tell you today, one of the reasons why I went off on a rant about Bernie Sanders, is that I want to tell you that there's another way. There's another way of looking at things, a, a principled way. A way in which you will never have to sacrifice your principles over your party because you no longer subscribe to this ridiculous two-party system. What if I told you that you could be logically consistent, philosophically sound, morally superior, 
and always come down on the correct side of an issue. All you have to do is abandon your deeply held, misguided belief in whatever political party you subscribe to. Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. The truth is, they're both essentially the same anyways. Sure, they'll try to convince you that they're so different, that Republicans are racist Nazis and Democrats are totalitarian communists. Here's the thing. Nazis and communists, socialists and communists, are not that far off from each other in terms of their worldview. They just differ on some minor details on how to go about achieving their ends. Both of these parties are completely full of shit. There's no difference between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, politically speaking. Yeah, their rhetoric is different. Their attitude is different. One's a man. One's a woman. One's on Team Blue. One's on Team Red. But in terms of how they govern, uh, the, the things that they would actually do, I know this is a tough pill for people to swallow on both sides, but the things that they would actually do, not what they would say, not how they would say it, but the way that they would actually govern, not that much different. Not that much different, okay? Yeah, 35% tax rate instead of 25% tax rate. Okay, whatever, you know. That's all on a Tom Woods 3x5 index card of allowable opinion. And I, I think this past week has been the perfect opportunity to highlight some of the ridiculousness that all of you out there who tow that party line somehow seem to overlook or justify away. Today I covered Bernie Sanders. Tomorrow it'll be somebody else. You know, if you go back to the previous episode, we talked about the debt ceiling and the budget and the Republican and the Republican hypocrisy on spending. There, there's plenty to go around. So if you're tired of always having to perform mental gymnastics to justify why your why your guy or why your girl in Washington lets you down, why they're doing something that they said they weren't going to do why they're doing the opposite of what they promised. If you're tired of having to sacrifice your principles to defend these losers in Washington, to defend these scumbag politicians, I need you to do a couple things for me. Make sure you download and subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. And lastly, I need you to support the show. So I need you to listen to the show, I need you to share the show, and I need you to support the show. If you want to become a supporting listener, then go to our website, peddlingfictionpodcast.com. Make sure you, you sign up to receive our weekly newsletter that is free. And if you can do all that, I will be back to show you who these politicians really are deep down inside. Until then, just remember to keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Fiction.